name is Volker Krüger from von Ferren Duffy Tönis. Uh, Tandeka and Panzer will discuss another labor law matter today, specifically dealing with sexual harassment and polygraph tests. Uh, quite an interesting one, I, I think. Uh, Tandeka, uh, thanks for joining us and maybe first give us the facts. What happened here? Well, good day to you, Volker, and good day to the listeners at home. Now, Primarily before going to the facts of this matter, it is important to know that this matter essentially dealt with Section 60 of the Employment Equity Act, which requires that if a sexual harassment incident is alleged at the workplace, the employer is obligated to consult all relevant parties and must take the necessary steps to eliminate the alleged conduct. Now, the facts briefly are as follows. A lady and the then employee of ShopRite Retail, who the court refers throughout this judgment to as JL, was assisting a general manager at a computer behind a desk partition at one of the stores. Now, JL raised a grievance that the manager, who the judgment also refers to as KB, had slapped her buttocks. During the investigation stages, the manager underwent a polygraph test, which indicated no deception in his denial that he slept JL's private parts. Now, we will get into that. We'll get to into the essence of that a bit later on. Now, the outcome of the grievance was that there was no clear indication or evidence that the manager was guilty, and now the burden had shifted on JL to prove that she was not presenting false allegations against the manager. Now, JL was suspended and later took the polygraph test herself, which indicated that her responses were deceptive. The matter was then referred to the CCMA, and the CCMA found in favor of the employee and awarded her compensation in the amount of 50,000 rand in respect of the unfair discrimination claim of harassment, six months remuneration in respect of her constructive dismissal, and one month remuneration for the suspension, which she, which she found to be unfair. So that was despite the outcome of the polygraph test? That was indeed so, Volker, and I'll tell you why. So when, when the um, Labour Court, when the matter came before the Labour Appeal Court, the court in the judgment dealt extensively with the findings of the sexual harassment, the assessment of JL's motives, the polygraph evidence and the credibility and etc. However, it is important to note that in Labour labor Court matters, Labour matters in essence, that polygraph takes, yes, though they are admissible, but they are only admissible in as far as them being corroborative. So in other words, that they must be they, they are only given consideration if they are brought in light with any other material evidence, if they are supporting any other material evidence. However, in isolation, uh, polygraph tests cannot be said to be conclusive. They need to, in other words, corroborate any other existing evidence. Okay. So was that basically the uh, decision of the Labour Bureau Court where this case ended up in, huh? Yes. So when the main, and so essentially, um, the 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 Labour Appeal Court set aside the um, the, the the award from the CCMA. The CCMA award had awarded her fifty thousand rand, but the Labour Court reviewed the award and ordered that twenty five thousand rand was rather fair in these circumstances. And this payment was again done in terms of Section sixty of the Employment Equity Act. And now the court further ordered shoprite checkers to adopt a sexual harassment policy and a program to inform all its employees about it. The retail chain must report to the CCMA on or before March, 20, March 15th, 2022, about what it has done to in this regard. And essentially, the Labour Court, Labour Appeal Court found that the suspension is found to have been procedurally fair, but confirmed as has having been substantively unfair. What do we uh, learn from the case, would you say? Any guidelines that you could sort of give employees, employers? Foka, essentially, they are, you know, um, 
sexual harassment being the, the sensitivity that, that um, surrounds such such incidents. So what we would advise our empl employees when faced with such scenarios is to provide where appropriate leave or special leave to the complainant while suspending the alleged perpetrator, depending upon the allegations made. Uh, there should also be reasonable attempts to provide the employee of counseling. Um, if operationally possible, employers should consider the transfer of either the alleged perpetrator or the complainant so that the parties have limited contact with each other in the workplace. Uh, employers should also consider discussing alternative means of resolving the complaint with the complainant, for example, adopting a more um, uh, informal process to the proceedings. But um, in essence, in conclusion rather, the judgment highlights the seriousness with which our courts consider allegations of sexual harassment. And the Labour Appeal Court in this specific judgment has actually gone as far as describing sexual harassment as the most heinous misconduct that plugs the workplaces. So because naturally, like I earlier said, that um, these kind of complaints are sensitive in nature, as well as the harm that may be caused to all the parties, particularly the victims, it is important that the legal advice be sought to ensure complaints are investigated thoroughly and adequately. This is not only to ensure that all parties um, find proper fair recourse, but also to ensure that the employees, employers rather, do not incur liability for not thoroughly um, investing or handling, investigating or handling the, the, the matter accordingly. Makes uh, sense, yeah. Thank you, Nadeka. Thank you, Falker. That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember, our email address is info at vvd.co.za. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make sure that you tune in again next week, Wednesday, between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and then also on Friday evenings.